Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion at BTC Empowerment Center. As we say, being transformed by Christ. And this starts by us renewing our minds. Over this past week, we've been discussing the patterns of our life. As we come to an end to the, uh, this week's, I want to, before we start to get into next week's and this week's lesson, which is choosing the right path, choosing God's way over my way, I want to invite you to go back over this weekend and look at the things that God has said to you, if there is anything. So today, as we discuss choosing God's way versus my way, I want to start off by saying this. Choosing the right path doesn't mean that I'm choosing one that has less resistance or things are perfect. A lot of people, and sometimes we as believers, can start to believe that if I'm outside the will of God, when things are not always smooth, that's not always the case. I want to give you this analogy. When somebody has a master key to a building, that doesn't mean that there is not other keys. But the master key holds the total access to the building at all times. He can access the building 24 hours a day. He can go into any room. Unlike there are certain keys that are selective but the master key holder can go in and unlock any other door in that facility or that building or that house at any time he deems necessary. The other keys are duplicated because of the master. Now, the question that I have to you is, do I want to live a life of limitation or am I choosing to allow the master to guide my life? Because let me say it like this, the master, which is God the Father, knows all Every single thing on every single subject, whether it's business, whether it's money, whether it's a relationship, no matter what, there is unlimited access that we can have on any single subject. But we can choose to look towards the master so that he can duplicate certain things in us if we go through and choose him first, choose his way first. And let me get into this first scripture. And um, I'm just going to start by saying it like this. It's first going to have to start with two things, forgiveness 
and trusting in God. Forgiveness and trusting in God. This first scripture, Psalms 32, David is our example. And he said at verse one, blessed is fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is whose sin is forgiven, whose sin is forgiven. Blessed is the man or woman to whom the Lord does not hold their sin against them and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Hmm. Does that mean that we don't sin? That's not what that means. It goes on to say that David says in verse uh, 30 in, in verse three of Psalms 32, he said, when I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away through my groanings all day long. I'm going to say it like this. In order for us to choose what God wants us to do, we must be willing to do two things with our sin that when God reveals to us. And that's number one, we have to confess it, forsake it. We can't condone it or attempt to excuse it. One of the things that uh, happened to me the other day as I was talking to my brother, and you got to understand that when you're talking to a brother that's close to you, one of the things that you got to be able to do is begin to, when he reveals anything that's wrong, that you've wronged him or he's wrong you, you got to be willing to do it according to what the word of God says. Because the word says that if your brother, if you're offended or if you have something against your brother, Go there and bring it to your brother's attention first. And number two, it says that if, if there is still the issue, then it says go get another. And then it takes it into another step. But sometimes, and what we do is we go around the whole issue and we talk to every single body about the issue instead of going before the brother. Well, because God knows exactly what's in our heart, one of the things, the example that me and the brother was able to do is we were able, he was able to show me where I've done something wrong with him. But then I was able to show him how there was a misunderstanding in the way that I understood things. So, Things, it's the little foxes that got squashed because then we weren't able to carry that in and have bitter uh, a bitter root to start. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm telling you that when it comes to God, God forgives us of all, all our sin. 
So the same thing is true when it comes to one another. He says that if we don't forgive our brothers, then I won't forgive you. So, in other words, when we're choosing God's way and not our way, that means that we got to get out of the way and we got to allow God to do things his way. David confesses his sins to God. Even if you look at the example when Nathan identified in 1 Samuel chapter 11 um, and 12, excuse me, 2 Samuel chapter um, 11 and verse uh, chapter 12, after Nathan addresses David's sin, immediately David confesses his sin, which is our example. And then David was able to get forgiveness. And the same thing is true with us. In John, 1 John 1 and 9, it makes it clear when a believer confesses his sin, he is assured that God is faithful and he can count on God's word and God is just in dealing with our sin because he paid the price on the cross and he would forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness. God made it clear that he's the only one able to cleanse us completely from any inconsistencies in our moral character. Isn't that good news? And having received the forgiveness and the cleansing, the believer himself, now we can fully yield ourselves over to God. And let me tell you the good news in that. Go to that. I want you to go down to Psalms 32 and verse 8. It says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I would advise you, watch over you. And he says, see, it's, it's good. Don't be like a senseless horse or a mule that needs a bit or a brittle to keep you under control. And, and he goes on and says, hey, many sorrows come to the wicked, but the unfailing love surround those who trust in the Lord. And then he says, so rejoice in the Lord and be glad all you who obey him and shout for joy, all whose hearts are pure. See, now that we've taken it to that level, we can move into that level of being blessed and having that comfort that we can trust in God fully. So now we can no doubt access the master key. And I, I just want to, before I wrap up, because I want to give you a taste of what's going to happen um, next in the next coming podcast as we choose God's way and my way. See, because there is things 
that could stop us and to limit us into going in the right path. There's three things, and I'm just going to give you a taste of it. Number one, fear of the unknown. Fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real. And I want you to read Exodus four, uh, chapter 14, uh, verses 11 through 12. Doubting what God says is the second thing. Exodus 15, I'm going to go through it. Chapter 20, uh, uh, verses 26 through 27. And the last one is choosing to be distanced which means distancing yourself from God. You see, God wants to bless you, but if we choose to distance ourselves, we can't experience the fullness and the joy of the Lord. So I'm going to go into detail at a later time, but I'm going to stop there for today. Remember, the writer of John says that if we confess our sins, that he's faithful to forgive us. And if we say that we have no sin, then we make God out. We, that means that we can't walk into fellowship with God, but also we're a liar. Because he says that if in verse 10 of 1 John Chapter 1, verse 10, he said, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him out, make him a liar. And his word is not us in us, meaning that we can't say that we're a believer because every the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. So that means that we all sin. So the question on the table as we end this devotion is what I'm going to confess it, admit it, excuse it or even condone anyone that's around me that consistently walk in sinful habits or behaviors. I want to leave it right there. Father, I want to thank you for my friends, my family, and those that are choosing to stand firm on your word. May your word be engrafted inside them. May it channel the things that need to be channeled so that we can access every single subject of your word and we can allow your word to make us successful and prosperous. Not we ourselves, but you. Show us how to use the master key in our lives on a regular basis. In Jesus' name, amen. The next thing is this. For those that don't have a relationship with the Father, the only way that you can access the Father, you see, you're on earth and you have one key. You're working with your own thought process, your own moral compass, but you're off because you don't know what doors to access. 
But the only way that you can access is by fully coming to Jesus. If you bring yourself to Jesus, you can access the, the Father, which is the master of the earth, and he can show you things that you've never seen before that would blow your mind and your heart away. But it first starts with admitting that your need for forgiveness of your sins and needing someone to lead you and God and, and, and acknowledging all that he's done. So it starts, and I'm going to lead you through a simple prayer. Just repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I'm, I ask and I'm inviting you into my heart from this day forward. I'm asking you to take control of my whole entire life, every single day of my life from this day forward. I believe that you died for all my sins and I believe that you rose from the grave. Now from this day forward, take total control of my life. I surrender it to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, from I'm, the host of heaven is rejoicing, and we're rejoicing right here at the Empowerment Center. And right now, let me pray for you, young man or young woman. As you confess those sins, I'm asking God to come into your life, whatever you're going through, whatever sickness, whatever you're seeing, I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they would experience restoration. I pray that they would begin to experience and understand your voice like never before, that they would be able to apply the tools that you're teaching them. Show them a way to live 365 days starting today. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day. And remember, choosing the right path means choosing God's way versus your way. Have a wonderful day.